Nerd Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, Aquaman with the weather, and Boba Fett with sports. Welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. This is Alan. Mr. Jonathan, what is this show that we're doing today? Today, Alan, we're debuting a new uh, uh, segment of our show. What? Um, yes, it is going to be officially titled The Week, 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 and Geek, Geek, Geek. Wow, that was cool. Yeah, right. So, uh, what we're doing, Alan, is um, the fans clamored for it. So, <laughs> we are giving them what they want. Wow. There'll be at least two Nerdy Me episodes per week. What? Um, I know, right? Oh, boy. And what we decided, <laughs> what we decided to do uh, to make the second um, uh, weekly podcast, which will debut uh, midweek, uh, into a segment we're going to call the week. Oh wait, I said that already. The week in geek. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it's going to be a roundup of uh, geek nerd stories from the past week and our quick thoughts about them. I love it. I love it. All right. All right. What's topic number one? Topic number one. Let's see. I got three topics here. Let me choose. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go. Comic books. Okay. Go comic book news. Let's do it. All right. Uh, about a month ago, um, Brian Michael Bendis, who for I think the past seventeen years was, was one of the, or if, if not the top writer at Marvel Comics, um, he, he's jumped ship from Marvel and. Uh, for about the past uh, couple of weeks has been writing for DC. Now, none of his DC work has come out yet, because as you know, they write comic books about three months before they're published. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's keeping it very under wraps of who he's writing in DC. Uh, it is known he's doing one uh, part of a... He's doing a story in Action Comics 1000, which is uh, Action Comics is out, you know, Superman title, so we're, it's assumed he's writing at least a Superman story. Um... But the popular consensus is uh, that he's going to be writing Batman. Thoughts on uh, Brian Michael Bendis on Batman? Fabulous. Oh, I like that. So people that don't know Brian Michael Bendis, he, like Jonathan said, he he, longtime Marvel writer. What were some of his major landmarks, Jonathan? Wasn't he 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 created the Ultimate Universe, right? Yeah, he created the Ultimate yeah. Universe with Ultimate Spider-Man, which is a really good book, actually. Yeah, and that, I think that kind of even influenced the, the cinematic movie universe in a sense that he made them a little younger, a little fresher. And I think he was the first one that made uh, Wolverine like a tall guy versus, you know, the, the classic 5'3 Wolverine, right? Um, Wasn't that him? I, I don't know if it was him or if it was just the Ultimate Universe in general. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but yeah. what they did in the Ultimate Universe was they debuted with Spider-Man and then, it, you know, X-Men came along. They had uh, their own Avengers, but they were called the uh, Ultimates. Right. It was just like a separate universe in the typical Marvel Universe, but it was a little bit younger, a little fresher, and you know, it was quite popular, actually. Right. And I think what Bendis is probably best known for, besides his Ultimate Spider-Man work, mm-hmm. was he did, a, uh, he did a great run in Daredevil. And he did oh, a run. Oh right! Yes. Yeah, and he did he did a run on Avengers, which I personally didn't like because he was responsible for the Avengers disassembled yeah. storyline, which yeah. really I was not a big fan of because you know I liked my Avengers the way they were. Right. But anyway, he's been, he's been writing for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, DC, uh, I'm assuming, threw a lot of money at him or a lot of creative control at him. Right. And he he jumped ship. So uh, 
thoughts on him writing Batman? Think this might be a good thing? Sure, why not? He's a great writer. Well, okay, is he a great writer? He, uh, from what I remember, the stuff that I have read, he is a good writer. He he has a, a deep passion for comic books. Could he do a good Batman? Yeah, why not? I'd give it to him. Wait, he did uh, for Image Powers, right? And that has uh, a kind of like a thriller kind of feel to it. Yeah, Powers is good. He did. You're right. He did Powers. I like Powers. Yeah, so I can maybe. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Good yeah, I think. I, I, I haven't read. You know, you and I both haven't really been regular readers of comics for quite a few years. Yeah. Um, but. I, I really enjoyed his Ultimate Spider-Man stuff mm-hmm. um, and his Daredevil stuff. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll do good. Ba- I, you know, he's doing Batman. I like. I think I'd like to s- see his take on a team book. Um, maybe not Jay, or maybe revive like an old DC team. Like uh, I know they just kind of revived the Doom Patrol. Um, I don't know if the Outsiders uh, have a uh, have a book out there, but if they did, or, or actually the Justice Society from back in the day. I, mean, yeah. I think he'd do great on something like that when the older properties give a new fresh take on it. So be, being that you are more of a DC guy, is this something that you're, you know, welcoming him open arms? Are you just really pumped and excited about this? Or are you, you know, or do you have different feelings? Well, I don't know if I'm pumped or excited. I'd say I'm curious. Uh, okay. I'm, not, I, I'm not against it, but I am curious. Like I said, I haven't read him in a while. Sure. So I'm sure he's he's his writing has changed and uh, mm-hmm. grown. Um, so I'm not sure where he's been. I'm not sure where he's at with, with his take on heroes nowadays. Gotcha. So I'm curious to see that, especially if it's a hero I really enjoy. Okay. How about the next topic? All right. Our next topic, Ken Feige, the mastermind behind the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right states uh, that because you know the Marvel Studios Fox merger won't happen soon so he doesn't have any immediate plans for any of those characters and how do you uh, feel about that well first let's just say that the Fox characters are mainly the uh, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men universes mm-hmm. uh, I think he's telling a fib you don't believe what he says I, I think he's he's playing his cards close to his vest. Well, first of all, so we uh, we read an article off of ComingSoon.net, and uh, they quote him as saying, "I read about it in the press." He's talking about how the merger happened. Yeah. He said, "I read about it in the press, like most people did. These are big deals, and certainly above my pay grade." Right. I mean, above his pay grade. Yeah. Come on, the money he brings in for Disney <laughs> by overseeing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you don't think he's one of the big wigs in the Disney? No, I don't think so. I don't think you he don't has think so. hold on, I don't think he has anything to do with any companies merging because they're not just taking the, the comic franchises, they're taking like the whole shebang, so Well, I mean, I'm not saying he's in the boardrooms making the deals, but you don't think someone informed him that this is this might be happening and yeah. and he, Start planning. <laughs> it is Disney. You, I'm sure they control what he says and how they say it. Like you said, you know, like, you don't really believe what he says, so. Right, but you got to think of it this way: March night, um, uh, the the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe ends. Well, this phase ends with um, Avengers Four, which is next year, yeah. and kicks off with uh, Spider-Man Two. Oh, yeah. Which is, and the article says that Spider-Man 2 starts like minutes after the end of Avengers 4, but that begins in the next phase. Okay. Um, you know, so we've been talking about, everybody's talking about, oh, it will, will um, Hugh Jackman be Wolverine one more time to do a cameo in one of these Marvel movies or something like that. Right. And uh, if he's going to do it, how do you not throw him into Infinity War as a, as a maybe end credit scene or something? 
but the thing is, if if what he if what Kevin Feige saying is how he had no idea this was happening and he's not going to start planning anything until the merger is complete, which is around 2019. There's no way you'll get to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He'll just be, he'll just age out of the role, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do believe, for my take on it, I, I think I do believe, I do believe he, what he means is genuine in the sense that he does have the Marvel Universe planned out, I guess, maybe up, maybe, maybe up to 2020, maybe. Right. And to incorporate, like, well, let's face it, if you're bringing over the, the, the X-Men properties, I guess the question is, with the X-Men, we have a couple of different variations of it. We have the X-Men first class version, then we have the older X-Men. You know, like, what do you take over, or do you do, you do clean slate? Do you just disregard everything and start your own thing? It's t- I, can, I mean, I can see his point of view about not wanting to dive into it right away. You know? So you're saying Marvel Cinematic Universe will act as if all the previous X-Men movies didn't exist? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, really. really but it, right. it's, it's well, a lot to decide, for sure. So if they were to pull in, let's say, uh, Hugh Jackman for Wolverine, I would say that's probably an easier thing to do to pull in one guy versus... Because... Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman actually was in both of the X Men universes, so he's he's probably the easiest guy to segue into this Marvel Cinematic Universe. As for the rest, I think it's kind of wait and see to, to see how these, you know, because there's one more X Men movie coming out. See how that's going to pan out and and kind of what direction they want to go in. But uh, I mean, hey, I would love to see Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman, jump in the X Men just as a. You know, the Avengers are at their last wits and, and they can't survive. And all of a sudden, here comes Wolverine kicking butt. I mean, that would blow everyone's mind. Yeah, but you know what? Think about this, too. A Deadpool Spider-Man movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, I'm, yeah, right? And Ryan Reynolds won't be aging out of that anytime soon. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, that's my take. I think he's... I think he... I think he's. I think the planning might be further along than he's willing to tell anybody. Sure. Um, I think everybody wants some kind of... Hugh Jackman or X-Men or Fantastic Four reference in Avengers 4 because that's the one that they were still filming when all this went through. Um, it'd be nice. It'd be nice It'd be nice if they acknowledge in, in that film or maybe even the second Spider-Man that these guys all exist in the same universe. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, verbally. Okay, I'll, let's put it this way. If they were to say in this Avengers movie, if they mention anything about the Netflix characters, then I would say... Okay, he's fibbing because he has said in interviews that the Netflix universe will not coincide with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if he breaks that little rule there, then we know he's fibbing. well. They're, they're the same universe, but he's saying that you won't see you won't the, see them in the TV characters right. in the cinematic. I got you. You're right, right. So um, if if that if that actually happens, like if you see if you see like the street level characters because uh, in, in Infinity War because they played a big part in the in Infinity Gauntlet, you know, imagine Spider Man, Daredevil. Luke Cage and all those guys popping onto the big screen, I will lose my bowels. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> well, Spider Man, you said Spider Man. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, Spider Man leading that that oh, grounded team uh, right. of Earthbound heroes. And if I see that on the big screen, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be insane. If, if I see Iron Fist on any Avengers, <laughs> then I will be really <laughs> sad. <laughs> that curly haired bastard. <laughs> okay. What? All right. So. Hey. Okay. Okay. What do we got next? <laughs> All right. And our next story is 
Oh, oh, oh! Speaking speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they dropped the trailer on us out of the blue on Tuesday. What? The Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wow. So apparently it's about uh, an Italian guy named Anthony, um, and he marries a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant woman, I believe. And the hijinks have ensued. You're an idiot. Get it, Wasp? But I'm bummed. <laughs> They're the jokes, kids. All right. No, so the trailer dropped, and we watched it. And what did you think? Um, I liked it. it. You know, we actually talked about this in a previous podcast about, uh, oh, it was actually a new, 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 new Universe podcast where we talked about, um, you know, what universe would be fun to live in. And we kind of touched upon the Marvel Universe has some positivity about it, something happy or something it's just really there's a lot of energy in it and you know when we saw the trailer and you know you and i were talking about it marvel yeah. knows how to make trailers i mean yeah, i was so engaged thing. with this stupid trailer you know that's the first thing you texted me marvel damn you were like damn marvel knows how to make trailers <laughs> yeah they they really do and uh and i think i even commented on facebook in a sense that you don't see a lot of sequels doing well however this time uh I think this one's going to be better than the first. Well, let me ask you. Did you like the first Ant-Man? I liked it. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing. I know this is back in the days when when I wasn't very sure that Marvel would do a good job with these second-tier characters, uh, Guardians, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange. And they've surprised me every time. So... I, I think it's a, it's a good movie. I can it's it's something I rewatch. It's not one of my go to. You know, my go tos are usually Winter Soldier or right. Civil War when I want to get my Marvel fix on. But it's definitely a, a rewatchable movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. Um, he does a good job as Ant Man. Yeah, I mean, he does. Like, yeah. like like most. You know, the biggest criticism the Cinematic Universe gets is that their villains are pretty vanilla, um, with the exception of Loki, uh, I guess. Um, but other than that, I, you know, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I like Evangeline Lilly. I think she's perfectly cast to play the Wasp, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. It looks a lot of fun. It looks like it's a lot of fun. It looks like it's it's action packed. I mean, just just the few scenes we saw, and I think um, I think Peyton Reed directed it again, and I think he plays around with the um, the, the size, the, the you know, growing bigger and making mm-hmm. him smaller. He plays around with that a lot, and it looks it looks fun. Like you know, when he the scene from the trailer when uh, uh, not Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas shrinks the whole building that was cool yeah it looks like a carry-on bag yes. you know uh, or when the wasp um uh enlarges the pez yes and, and throws it at the motorcycle and uh yeah just things like that and and just the quippy the quippiness at the end um you gave her wings right yeah and i gave her <laughs> blasters too oh yeah. did you not did you not have that technology when when you made my suit because no i had it <laughs> yeah, right I, i'm definitely more optimistic about this this one versus the first one so i'm excited i'm excited you know you said it before you know marvel makes great trailers and they yeah. get people excited for their movies yeah you know and, and i shouldn't you know I shouldn't compare it with DC, but you know, I see a DC chair. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> this could be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I agree with you. I think when it, when it comes to DC, there's a part of me that, that it's it's hoping, like I'm, oh come on, this has got to be it. You know, like they're going to fix it. And so with Wonder Woman, when it paid off, I was like, oh nice. You know, they did it. They they made it. You know, and then Justice League came out, and yeah, and, and even the fact that they didn't. They didn't have like a countdown four days to the Ant Man truck. You know, like yeah. like I just opened my browser and went to my usual sites and they're like, 
Marvel's Ant Man trailers out. I'm like, oh, it's like it's like Christmas. You're like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I get yeah. to watch this today. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. So, uh, so those are uh, the three main things we wanted to talk about. But there, we have some. Um... Hold on a second, Alan. I'm getting something about your piece. Oh. I got some breaking news. What? Breaking news. Wesley Snipes says he's open to playing Blade again. Shut Or what? any other Marvel character. <laughs> Basically, it says Wesley Snipes is looking Wesley. for a job. <laughs> yeah, I know. The headline should be Wesley Snipes open to cashing a check for Marvel. <laughs> Oh. Uh, now this is this is interesting because you and I both love the Blade. Well, Blade One and Two. Yes, yes. We both thought Wesley Snipes was perfect for that role. Yeah. What do you think about him at this age coming back as Blade in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, Wesley Snipes is is I think he's in his mid fifties at this point, and does it fit with the character? Wow, you know it's it's tough to see another actor play a role that he he really made it himself. Uh, boy, I don't know. That's tough. But let's put it this way: if they did, I guess the question is, could he carry it for future films? And I think that's gonna be a tough sell, uh, right? Because he's just gonna get a lot older. But jeez, when you watch Blade One and Two, he is awesome in it. He is just so good. Um, so it, it's I, cool that he has a, a a desire, you know, and he loves the character. I, I like seeing that in in, in, in actors. Loving what they do, but what, what do you think? Fifty-five-year-old Wesley Snipes. Well, that's the thing. Blade Blade came out twenty years ago this year. I believe it came out in ninety-eight. You're kidding? Yeah, yeah Blade's twenty. Uh, I was oh, cursed. Twenty dude. years old. Man. We're getting old. Um, <laughs> yes, Blade is Blade is legal to date, but not to drink. <laughs> um, so I don't. I mean, and I told you before. I'm like, I, I recently rewatched the beginning of Blade Two, and it is. I had forgotten how good that movie is. Yeah. And how good he is because he owns the role. Yes. You know? Yeah. And he he makes you, you know, we talked about in our Batman 89. Uh, no, we didn't. We talked in our Batman polls thing about how Heath Ledger wasn't playing the Joker. He became the Joker. Yeah. He's, you know, Wesley Snipes was Blade. He became Blade. Yeah. Everything about him, you, you lost Wesley Snipes and you, you were watching Blade. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. Part of me, I, I really was hoping if he did make his way, because a couple of years ago they talked about how he was seen uh, taking meetings with Marvel Cinematic uh, yes. people. Yes, correct. Um, yeah. And I, I was really, really thinking he'd be um, uh, uh, Black Panther's father. I thought he would take that role um, because the Black Panther. Well, yeah, because the Black Panther is, is, is passed down. So at some point, the father was, you know, wore the suit. Yeah. So who else would you know? Wesley would have been perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, and it says, or any other Marvel character. I, could you imagine him as any other character? Hmm. Let's think about that one. Any other Marvel character? Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to... Again, you know, again what stinks is that when you, when you think about Wesley Snipes being a main player, and I guess what hurts him is really his age, you know, how do you fit him in with the rest of the younger guys? Right. Uh, he it just doesn't match up, especially with the character of Blade, where he's supposed to, I guess, maybe live longer than others. You know? He's, yeah. Well, yeah. He's, is he immortal or because he's part? Well, he's half. Well, Blade Two, he he does the narration again, and he says, you know, he kind of goes over his origin real quick, and he says, well, what that means is that I'm just like them, meaning the vampires. Oh, yeah. He goes, I have. He goes, I have all of their stripes. 
right. the weaknesses. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does that include immortality? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's tough because the the Blade character is a very physical act, uh, character. Right. You know. I mean, could he? Uh, you never know. Yeah. You know, when you when you need a paycheck, you do what you need to do. I would like to see. I'll tell you this. I would like to see him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, doing something where he gets to be a hero of some kind. Maybe an older hero, retired. You know, kind of like in Hank Pym's day. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. You know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that'd you know, be cool. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good for you. Right. Let's see Snipes. Hope to see you. Uh, and wait, my other ear. There's something going on in my ear. In the other ear. In the other ear. I don't know why they're not using the same okay. communicator. Yeah. Rumor has it. Oh. Oh, this is our inter- this is our uh, entertainment section of the news because uh, we're talking rumors now. Rumor has it that uh, the solo uh, Star Wars story trailer will drop uh, during the Super Bowl. Woohoo! First question: Do we care? <laughs> do we care? Wow. Uh, yeah, I think we do. I mean, I'm curious. I'll, I'll give the trailer a try. Uh, just like Marvel, Star Wars, they make good trailers, uh, and at some in some instances, actually better than the movie. You know, absolutely, Phantom Menace. So, we're looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I am excited for this. If this really happens, I'm gonna be excited for it because Disney Disney knows they need to 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 hit a home run with this one. They have to. Well, they have to. Yeah. But here's the thing. It is, it's, it's, the movie's come out in three months because it's coming out, what, May? Well, four months, I guess. Oh, is February. it really? You no, know, three months. Yeah, it's coming out in May, and it's already February, and we haven't seen one snippet of it. Oh. That's worrisome. That's, that's very worrisome. Yeah, that's not good. Especially for a Star Wars movie. They start, you know... I think we had the trailer for The Last Jedi attached to uh, the end of The Force Awakens. Well, maybe because they dropped directors. Because Ron Howard jumped in, like, only maybe a few months ago, correct? Like, Yeah, but the thing is, they had filmed most of it already. So I think I think they reshot the entire, almost the entire movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, is right. <laughs> so I'm not... Look, I mean, that's what Whedon forward. basically did with Zack Snyder, right? He well, kind of jumped in after a good portion. Yeah, I don't think they're using any of the old director's footage because they use some Snyder stuff in Justice League. Oh, boy. Um, okay. I'm not, I have hope in Opie. I'll watch it, and I might watch it. If, especially if it's a good trailer, I'll watch it a lot. But I'm not looking forward to it like I did The Phantom Menace or Force Awakens or Rogue One or Last Jedi. I, looked, I really look forward to those movies, Yeah, uh, the trailers. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'll be, I'm a little worried about Solo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, man. That was fun. All right. Yeah, for our first week in Geek. And remember, everyone, we'll be back uh, every week. We'll drop these usually Wednesday or Thursday, midweek. And um, uh, we're going to talk about a a story that premiered this week. So if you want, leave us a message on Anchor or wherever and let us know if there's something you want us to talk about that happened that week. Oh. What? How about... You give your pick oh, of Super- who will the, uh, win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Um, I choose... Who is it? Philly uh, and Patriots, right? Yes, the Eagles and the Patriots. All right. The, the, those are two middle fingers to the New York team, so I can care less. Yes. As a <laughs> New, New York fan, I don't care either. Um, <laughs> two middle fingers. I hope, I hope it ends in a 0-0 zero, zero tie <laughs> and everybody goes home because they're bored out of their minds. <laughs> That's how I hope that ends. All right. But Patriots right. probably right. I mean. Um, 
I, I, I don't care. Uh, I just can't. I, I, <laughs> Maybe. I hear you. I don't know. All right, so we. All right, there you go. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. All right, and uh, yeah. All right. Be sure to check out um, our regular podcast during the week. There you go. Yeah, and uh, give us some feedback. Hopefully, you'll like this little segment, and we can keep it going uh, to do something a little more current than '80s stuff. And uh, yeah, hope you like it. Yeah, we're nerd on me. Uh, nerd on me. <laughs> That's gross. We're nerding me on Instagram and nerding me podcast on Facebook. Uh, feel free to contact us there. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, um, and uh, we'll get back to you. Hopefully. Okay. And this is Alan signing out. This is Jonathan wondering why he said that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Peace. Bye. <laughs>